Healthcare organizations have built much of their security strategy around the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, also known as HIPAA. But soon there will be a new additional requirement in town. With only a few months until the May 2018 deadline to be in compliance with the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, any organization that handles the data of a European citizen must be prepared. And of course, that includes healthcare organizations worldwide. Hello, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking with Mitchell Parker, Executive Director of Information Security and Compliance with Indiana University Health. Mitchell, let's start with the regulations in place now and what brought us to where we are today in healthcare compliance. Well, you have to take a look at it starting in 2009 with the implementation of HITECH, which actually had significant provisions in there for information security vulnerability management. And it was the first time there's ever been legislation that actually came right out and said, you need to make sure your systems are secure on an ongoing basis or else all your records will be considered breached. And you take a look at that. There's also was where the EU privacy directors, I believe it was 9946, the right to be forgotten. That also had a significant influence on anyone that had a medical record system. Because if you had a patient that was from the EU, Literally, they could call you up and say, hi, I need you to remove my records under this provision. And because the EU privacy laws follow the person, you're bound to be able to do so. And the biggest change that we're going to see in the future, I think, is going to be with GDPR starting on May 25th. GDPR has a lot of the same tenets that HIPAA and HITECH have in regards to protection of patient data and also requirement of having a data protection officer. I really think that the implementation of GDPR is going to be quite significant for a lot of organizations because almost every healthcare system out there either has an employee or a patient that is an EU citizen. And I think that having them fall under these requirements is going to be just as significant, if not more, than HIPAA because it's going to require organizations to really think about their data flows about how they handle data and how they can monitor it to make sure they're in compliance with regulations. So while HIPAA and HITECH did a lot specifically with meaningful use, I think GDPR is going to take this to another level for a lot of organizations. Now, where you predict GDPR will be so significant in healthcare organizations, what are your thoughts on being prepared? What should organizations be doing now specific to healthcare data and GDPR compliance? So the best thing organizations can do for GDPR is to keep doing risk assessments and not just a risk assessment that for the sake of doing one, but one that actually deeply takes a look at the policies and procedures within the organization, specifically with regards to data flow, physical security, and access management. Continue to review what access people have to systems. Make sure that people understand what the data flows are and how, and that data could only be used for a specific purpose. Make sure your policies and procedures are completely up to date. Make sure they're edited and make sure they tie back to the HIPAA security rule and the HIPAA privacy rule. Make sure you log and audit all your data in your systems and also make sure that if you have foreign patients that your electronic medical record system can log exactly who they are and where they're from. And the final piece of advice we can give is make sure your organization talks to legal counsel about GDPR and what other internal changes they will need to make because 
again, I gave some advice there on what an organization should be doing. However, I can't give advice for every organization, and I highly recommend that you engage your legal counsel to talk about some of the other obligations you may have because it could vary literally state to state based on the requirements. And one last thing is make sure that every piece of information you have that you have a data classification and data retention policy in place that's effective, that shows the types of data you have, how the data is supposed to be handled, who can access it, how they can access it, how it's supposed to be disposed of and how long you can retain it for. Whether it's HIPAA or GDPR or others, do you think regulations are doing enough to safeguard patient data? What it comes down to with that is how well the organization assesses itself for risk. And a tenet of HIPAA, high tech, GDPR, NIST, or pretty much any other regulation you have out there is that the organization continually assess itself for risk, address those risks, and mitigate whatever risks they find possible to a reasonable and appropriate degree. And I think that there's been a lot of confusion out there in the marketplace. I don't think there's been enough effective education so that people understand even what the regulations are so that they can be able to properly assess, address, and mitigate these risks. Now, you mentioned confusion, the need for education. What are some other challenges that healthcare organizations are facing now when it comes to patient data security and privacy? I really think that there's there's two major factors. Number one, I alluded to before, which is the educational component. And number two is the resourcing component. Healthcare organizations over the past decade, and this is bolstered by the American Hospital Association, have had to do a lot more with a lot less. Despite a lot of illusions out there, realistically, the operational budget for healthcare organizations has, on average, has gone down significantly. And according to the American Hospital Association in 2014, 25% of hospitals were operating with negative operating budgets, which meant that they were losing more money than they were taking in. So in general, you're going, you have organizations that don't know what they're supposed to do, but yet do not have the resources to be able to pay for what they need to do. And there's a third factor, which is people do take advantage of a situation that people don't understand, and they try and push solutions for these smaller providers that give the illusion that they're compliance or that they're safeguarding patient data. And in reality, they're only buying part of what they really need. There are several factors to take into consideration. The regulations themselves are well-founded. They're well-thought-out. And if you read through them and understand them, they're actually very effective. But it's the implementation where we're having a lot of issues these days. So what's your suggestion for organizations looking for improvement and guidance? Well, I take a look at a lot of the work that the Financial Services Information Security and Advisory, the FSISAC, has put into place. So to give an example, the FSISEC, they provide information security advisories, and they work with their constituents to make sure people understand what best practices are. They also do a lot of work in conjunction with the FFIEC and finance to be able to provide education and guidance. And I think that what needs to happen is there needs to be a more comprehensive set of guidance similar to what's already in finance, similar to what FSISEC is pushing for healthcare providers. So you can basically have those checklists. Now, CMS has done some great work already, mm-hmm. specifically with the system readiness assessment risk assessment tool. 
However, what that gets you is a tool that shows you you have risk. There's a lot of great vendor management that FSISAC has been doing, and I think that you carried it over to healthcare, and you have organizations out there that are willing to go to where the government cannot go, because the government obviously cannot recommend vendors or cannot recommend services, but other organizations can. If there are other organizations that can step into the place, step into that place there and make some recommendations as how organizations can become compliant, I think that you'd see a significant improvement. Mitchell Parker, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Joan. Have yourself a great day. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.